Download the BetMGM Sports app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three-pointer. Use code CHAMPION200. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Hey everyone, Robert Silver here, and as your host, I'll be asking a question in each episode, Am I Crazy?, by tackling the most sensitive social, cultural, and political topics of the day. If anything in your life has got you thinking, Am I Crazy?, then please head on over to Patreon.com to help this podcast. Your monthly support allows me to continue to provide crazy content and improve the quality of your experience. Anything you can do is greatly appreciated. In this episode, I want to really dig into our barometer of our modern morality and there's a lot of things that are going on as we all know but there was a few things in particular that really had me scratch my head um for first off is you know um the former president donald trump was acquitted of trying to incite you know a riot etc and um that really started me scratching my head and then a few things happened afterwards that really got me pretty much wanted to make an episode about this so first off um as you know he was acquitted of all his charges um, which was pretty much a partisan decision and uh seven republicans joined 50 democrats to convict him but falling short of the 67 guilty votes needed but that was six more senators than voted for him uh, to convict him in 2020. Um, Ten House Republicans voted to impeach him in January, including Washington Rep. James Herrera Butler, who was who I'm sure I just messed up his name, who was prepared to testify against Trump when managers initially said Saturday they'd call for witnesses after CNN on Friday night revealed new details of a heated phone call between Trump and a House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy uh, during the uh, insurrection. Um, I don't want to get deep into. I don't want to get deep into the. Um, acquittal and all that stuff and everything else we all know what happened it already happened but um it it, it really got me going about you know what is wrong you know when is wrong wrong and and if so you know aren't there supposed to be repercussions and consequences to things that we do wrong i mean that's literally um you know something that we're supposed to hold ourselves to and what we teach our children you know but the difference between right and wrong and the consequences of either action you know cause and effect and then um later on in that week i <laughs> you know actually not later on in that week excuse me that just a few days ago amy cooper for those that don't know amy cooper was uh you know, part of an incident with the Central Park bird watcher, which was back in May 2020, um, where Amy Cooper, a white woman, walk, walking her dog, and Christian Cooper, a black bird watcher, in a section of New York City's Central Park known as the Ramble. And uh, but on February 16th, just a couple of days ago, uh, her misdemeanor charges were tossed out against Amy Cooper. Um, 
who was falsely accused, who falsely accused the black bird watcher of threatening her. The black bird watcher being Christian Cooper after she complained of a handful. Uh, uh, now, these charges were now these charges were set to be thrown out if she completed a handful of therapy sessions, no community service, no, I don't even know if there's fine or anything, no money um, penalty or anything, no punitive uh, repercussions. It's just complete some therapy courses and we'll pat you on your ass out the door. Um, she Cooper had faced up to a year in prison uh, on the charge of falsely reporting an incident in the third degree. But a judge granted Manhattan prosecutors request to dismiss Cooper's case after she completed five therapy sessions designed for introspective and progress. This is uh, Assistant District Attorney Joan Louise Orban said at a brief at a virtual brief. Now, <clears throat> of course, this sent a bit of a shockwave of of uh, white privilege for sure. I mean, so did Trump, too, as well. It's just another great example that as long as you do a crime while white, uh, you seem to continuously get over, get away with it. And um, Amy Cooper literally used her female whiteness and the police as a weapon to, um, you know, to, to, to uh, against Christian Cooper, who was trying to tell her to. Uh, put your dog on a leash in a part of a section of the park that does not allow you to have your dog off the leash. She was absolutely in the wrong. But instead of um, admitting it and, you know, eating her, you know, just apologizing, oh, excuse me or something, she just could not take that this man was trying to tell her what to do. And But her most natural instinct was to weaponize her privilege and call the police on a black man now of course this is not the first time in history where the weaponization of privilege was used against you know other people of minority or those who can't really fight back you know lgbtq community etc etc so but these are just like within just one week i just noticed that okay trump gets acquitted after what was obvious that he incited not only a riot but an attack on our nation's capital it was i mean i watched it i watched every single minute of it the ridiculousness the violence and everything else and none of it had to do with um you know law abiding anything i mean i'm sorry sweat stickers and 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 confederate flags and uh, trump flags and breaking through our nation's capital is not a way to protest your your divine devote your, your, your divine um devotion to our country <clears throat> but of course he was acquitted just like the first time even though the evidence was pretty obvious in this case because we all watched it nationally on tv and um and then Amy Cooper gets a slap on her wrist for five, five therapy sessions. Like, what the hell? I, I, I want to see where, which, what court where anybody of color, I'm going to just say black people in particular, gets such hand slap treatment. Like, it'll be okay. Like, it, it almost looks like the court system literally um, 
you know, has white people's back. I mean, that's that's literally what it's telling me. That's what it's telling other black people. This is I don't see how um, in one hand conservatives or, you know, certain people would say to black people when they get arrested, you know, you should listen to the law. You should not have broken a law. You should obey. This is what you know, this is these are some things that they said George Floyd should have done so that he wouldn't be murdered. You know, what did he do? Uh, he shouldn't have resisted. They just assume all these things. And then, of course, we watched the slow death uh, of George Floyd on TV, you know, so that couldn't be denied. But these are the natural reactions when it comes to um, um, the results of black engagement with law enforcement. These are this is their first natural and natural reaction. But it's hard for us to, you know, it's it's hard for us to see your point when they themselves are not held to the same standards. I mean, it, it really is. I almost, you know, I don't see how really um, that black people can and should respect the letter of the law when it's never equally applied. I mean, if I'm wrong, I mean, show me some statistics. I want to see facts, not beliefs, not hyperbole, hyperbole, not something that Fox News wants to shove down your throat. I want to see actual facts where this is not the case. But unfortunately, it, what's being played out more than ever on social media and our TV is that, you know, one wrong is not like someone else is wrong. If you're black or Latino or someone um, or poor, um, your wrong is a completely different set of wrong and held to a completely set of different standards than um, someone of privilege who has done some wrong. That is basically what is being told to us and the courts are backing it up. It'd be different if like a neighbor or, you know, somebody's commentary on my post on Facebook or something. But when the court and the judicial system backs up that privilege, it really sends a, a, a particular signal to myself as a person of color that ultimately the justice system is not a place for you. And if it is, it just happens by chance. You really, really earned your right to win this trial or case. But ultimately, by default, it's just not it's telling me it's not here on my behalf or for my benefit. So that that's Trump. That's Amy Cooper. And then something else happened. Then all of a sudden, um, I started seeing some, like during the past week, I mean, this has really been a huge uptick during 2020 for sure after COVID, but there has been a huge rise here in the Bay Area, Oakland and San Francisco in particular. And since I'm in Oakland, it, it kind of hit me personally, but there's been a huge rise on attacks on Asian seniors. And that honestly got had me pissed i was really really personally i felt personally insulted and attacked that watching these videos of elderly seniors you know elderly asian folks in chinatown getting shoved to the 90s 90 years old getting shoved to the ground like like a bag of groceries you didn't want anymore it was absolutely 
incredible to watch the unhuman nature the the brutality the the viciousness the basic uh how can i say uh uh you know um god i want to keep this pc as possible but uh it was just i i just couldn't believe it i i had to i mean i watched it twice maybe three times just because i couldn't believe that out of nowhere someone that uh, to me looked maybe early 20s would just go up and push this old man like as like he's an old piece of tree and just wanted to topple him over now i'm definitely um I mean, first of all, attacking seniors in general is just an an asshole move. Let's just be honest. It's just an asshole move. And I don't care what your issue is, what you got going on that day. I don't care who did this, when they did it and what they look like. That's just wrong. And I'm not sure. Um, I haven't had any definitive evidence, so I don't want to speak on it. What where those attackers came from. Obviously, the police well, not obviously, but the police did step up. They have stepped up and really are starting to take this serious. But these assaults have really increased since Trump, you know, has been um, has been labeling the corona, the COVID-19, the coronavirus as the China virus. And we immediately starting seeing a huge uptick in violence when it comes to against uh, Asian-Americans in general. Now, any logical person would put two and two together and realize that if you're of Asian descent and you live in your life peacefully doing whatever you do in the Bay Area, you did not bring COVID-19 over here just to disrupt America's society. Like that is that is absolutely absurd. It's fucking ridiculous and absolutely racist. But if we know a little bit of our history, this is, you know. Uh, COVID-19 plays right into the American DNA of bigotry. You know, we want someone else to blame versus ourselves for not wearing masks or whatever. They want to blame everything on us on, I mean, blame everything on someone else. Why, I, why the woes that we are suffering with today, if that makes any sense. This time it's, this time it's Asian Americans, you know, Spanish flu wasn't even in Spain, but they got blamed for it. So this is not the first nor will it be the last that segments of our society are going to be the scapegoats right latinos too about why job losses may be going high in in middle america or the uh was of the rust belt rust belt districts of america but overall it's because corporations are cl- closing up shop and setting up shop in other countries they're shipping their jobs away it's not because of mexicans or latinos but of course you know someone needs a scapegoat the boogeyman this time, the boogeyman are old Asian folks. I don't even get it. Uh, of course, when this all happened, I thought of like, how do I feel as an African-American looking at these particular events? And quite honestly, I feel that as an African-American, it is my duty and it is my right, of course. And matter of fact, I consider it an honor to at least speak up and say something about it. If this was happening to elderly black women or black men, I would be that much more uh, outraged. And if you're African-American, you should be just as outraged that this is happening to Asian seniors. Now, George Floyd 
um, when all the protests were going on and Black Lives Matter and everything else, I went to as many protests and marches as I could as I could throughout the Bay Area in Oakland and San Francisco in particular. And guess who I saw? I saw everybody, everybody in solidarity, walking together, chanting together toward a, a similar goal, you know, trying to reform police and justice and how they engage in our communities and so forth. I saw Asians, I saw white people, I saw brown, I saw, I saw freaking everybody. Everybody was there. It was beautiful. That's why I loved attending it. The energy was great. And everyone finally is, you know, walking to the same beat of the drum. It was fantastic. So with that said, it's my duty to, to, to return the same kind of respect. If, if, if I'm, if I would be just as upset that someone would burn a black church or when a proud boys came and attacked black churches in the south i if i would be just if i'd be that angry i i should be just this angry as well wrong is wrong and in particular to such vulnerable parts of our community whether it be asian whether it be italian whether it be whatever the community may be wrong is wrong there is no sense of manhood pushing over and robbing Elder, uh, elderly folks there there's nothing cool about it there's no cool status i don't hear any rap song talking about robbing old ladies that you, you you don't get any brownie points for that shit it's just not cool and nor should anybody in our communities whether it be um uh, uh, uh black perpetrators whether it be white perpetrators whoever the perpetrator is there should be no quarter given forget that rat this motherfucker out period there is no protection here. There is, this person doesn't deserve the, the benefit of the doubt from our community or any other community. They deserve the, the, the heavy fist of the law. In this case, I, 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 there's, just, there's just no way around it. And um, I worked many years in Chinatown in Oakland. I had a martial arts school by, uh, what was it, Ninth and Jackson over there. And I... I'd be working five, six days a week in their community. And I really learned a lot by being involved and and uh, teaching the kids there. And I learned a lot about another community that I was not brought up near or I've never learned about, except maybe what I saw in Hollywood or, you know, whatever propaganda of what uh, the Asian community is about in the, in the 90s. So I really enjoyed my experience there and they were so welcoming to me that I even tried to learn some Mandarin as bad as I was and but at the same time um, they appreciated that I at least tried so I have a particular affinity for that neighborhood in particular just people of different backgrounds I really enjoy what I could learn from them makes you a more well-rounded person in general does it not but let's take race, let's take ethnicity, let's take all that off the table. Let's just talk about assaults on seniors in general. If you if you just say it like that, is that right or wrong? No, that shit is wrong, period. It is wrong. And therefore, everyone should be upset. Everyone should be as vocal as they were during George Floyd and every other injustice that had happened the past year in years and years and years as they should be right now for these seniors 
being assaulted for doing absolutely nothing, maybe just walking down the street to meet a friend or whatever the case, living their life, getting assaulted by young people. This It's absolutely disgusting, absolutely disgusting. And quite honestly, if it was an African-American perpetrator, I feel insulted because he's insulting my community through his actions, making making me look bad. If I want to go and visit Chinatown and enjoy some of their services and food, all of a sudden, you know, I don't want to get lumped in there. So I feel personally insulted by this person's disgusting attack. And if he's Latino, Latinos should be absolutely disgusted and insulted as well and reject this kind of people and these kind of actions period again as i said there should be no quarter given as well as no harboring and no protections no don't give these folks benefit of the doubt we have to reclaim our morality in this country in some particular way no matter how small it is what kind of examples are we teaching and showing our kids when it comes to these kinds of actions and how we react to these kinds of actions. I think we did a really good job when we saw what happened to George Floyd live for eight minutes, being suffocated, being snuffed out, and how the world galvanized. That is an example of what kind of leadership uh, adults and young adults can show our children on how to react and what is acceptable and what is not. Letting things go um, and giving people slaps on the wrist because we're afraid to give them exactly what they deserve. You know, therapy sessions is not a punishment. I'm sorry. Being acquitted is not hurting Trump's feelings at all. Sorry. But what signals are we setting when we don't support vulnerable communities, when we don't punish those who commit crimes to the letter of the law? I'm sorry, even if it was a misdemeanor, she should be picking up garbage. She should be, I don't know, doing some sort of community service. I've I've hopped the BART thing before, the BART uh, rail, and I get caught and when I was like 18 or something. Guess what I did? I, I had to go clean up by Berkeley Marina for, for five days. It was my fault. Who was I going to be mad at? I did it. It is what it is, and I did it. I didn't cry about it. No one told me I could take therapy less uh, therapy sessions just so I could avoid, I don't know, some sort of mental pain of picking up garbage. Uh, but what, what, what kind of signals, what kind of messages are we sending here? And we just allow it. We just complain about it, maybe retweet it, and then we just move on. That, that can't fly. That can't fly. We're, America right now is at a pivotal point where we're literally between whether we're going to recycle some disgusting parts of our history and replay it or move forward and grow. You know, um, Joe Biden wasn't my first pick. I'm on a Bernie. <laughs> and, um, but at least I could, I feel like he has a sense of morality, a sense of right and wrong. I, 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 I really do. I don't think he's going to be perfect. I don't think everything he does is perfect, but I feel like he he fucking tries and he cares. Right. See, see that that says something when your leadership when those around you uh, give that kind of example that at least gives you some sort of li- little bit of hope. Now, I'm not saying everyone needs to look at Joe Biden, but I'm saying you could be your own leader in your own right whether it be in your household and how you conduct yourself and how you react to these particular kinds of issues. This is how we create real big change. 
little by little. Now, I bring up these points because these are major, these are um, big news uh, like headlines where in which these are obvious examples of uh, abuse of power, privilege, and as well as um, examples of how we react to these instances. Of course, words mean nothing without some action. Here are two organizations I feel would be great for anyone looking to do their part. First is Compassion in Oakland. You can find them at CompassionInOakland.org. Now, Compassion in Oakland was formed in response to the surge of anti-Asian attacks, particularly in California's Bay Area. And then we have AAJC, which is which is. Asian Americans Advancing Justice. You can find them at advancingjustice-aajc.org. Now, this organization advocates for an America in which all Americans can benefit equally from and contribute to the American dream. And their mission is to advance civil and human rights for Asian Americans. If anything in your life has got you thinking, am I crazy? Then please head on over to patreon.com to help this podcast. Your monthly support allows me to continue to provide crazy content and improve the quality of your experience. Anything you can do is greatly appreciated. I'm your host, Robert Silver. And if you have a topic, comment, or opinion you think is worth discussing, please send me a message at micrazy247 at gmail.com. That's crazy with a K. Thank you for listening. Is it acceptable to go to Mickey D's just for a drink? (laughs) Of course it is. But good luck leaving with just a drink. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. And right now, a small Minute Maid slushie is just $1.59. So all you have to do is choose a flavor, like the tropical mango or strawberry watermelon, and enjoy like it's meant to be enjoyed. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.